Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mind Numbing Boredom Podcast. My name is Basil, and you are joining us for the first episode of 2022. I'm thinking of making this a new season as this is a new year, and we're starting off this year with actually bringing back a series that I started a long time ago, which was based on my FRC team, Team 6059, as we have started a new build season, which is very exciting. And <clears throat> I wanted to talk about our new season, what we're up to, and give some first week updates as Friday is approaching very quickly and this episode will probably be going up as the first week is being finished around Sunday. So this will be a good update and a great way for my team to keep things updated as we document our process. So if you're new to FRC, uh, welcome. Uh, This is Team 6059. I'm the president of the team and I'll be your host for today and today we are going to be just talking about the new season so if you don't know the new season this year is called rapid react it got it was unveiled at kickoff day which was january 8th and you can watch the stream if you just search up frc season 2022 and you can watch the animation and this year is very interesting as we don't have that many pieces game pieces we have to move around or too many things on the field it's very open however this game seems to be simple in a way that it's like misleading um the most i would assume this is on my season or my time on the team we have had the most challenging task which is the traversal climb and it's basically doing monkey bars at an incline and especially it's a robot doing it so it's going to be very interesting to see how teams do that i'm really looking forward to competition to seeing how that happens but this week uh our team had decided to just focus on the mid-tier climb as we wanted to do swerve this year and that is a very exciting thing our team is taking on this year we're making sure we're making a great intake as we realized that an intake would be really sorry really powerful this year and making a good shooter at, on top of that so our team this week has strategized and designed for the first two days and we have prototyped uh we prototyped the intake to see what type of geometry we're looking for to grab cat can't talk to grab the ball and we have been thinking of a funnel system with rollers at the bottom for our storage as we would just need one motor to roll the rollers in and they would get stuck into the shooter as the shooter would act like a semi storage in a way the shooter is pretty simple as this year we're just shooting the ball up and lofting it basically we would just add some backspin to it and would fly right on up into the upper port uh sorry it's called the upper hub this year the port thing stuck from my mind from last season but yeah that's what we have decided um we also decided this year for swerve which was very interesting um i'm also really looking forward to do it as i'm on software and we're making the code so i love working with my software members to code that and not only that for manufacturing it's a it's like a great uh learning experience also uh, we have great mentors also helping us, so we are very confident that we can get it through by the end of the season. We do have a backup plan if it doesn't work out, but I hope this does work. I'm crossing my fingers right now. Um, another thing that we have been doing is catting, and manufacturing has been catting away. They have made the drive base already with a swerve. Um, some of the members are working on reinforcement for the robot, so that's nice. 
the climb is very simple since we're only going for mid tier we're using a very basic latch hook sort of mechanism like with motors driving the uh, elevator system almost we are still deciding on i think we have decided on using pistons on the intake to actuate them out of our perimeter as we can extend 16 inches out of our perimeter this year now that we've covered uh, everything that we're doing this year for the robot, uh, I was thinking of taking a deeper dive into what software is up to because that's my expertise and I love my, my software members and everything that we do. So a little thing I love doing with my software members is that uh, I like giving them treats and whenever they, they I give them a sour patch. So that's something I like to do. If you are a part of another uh, FRC team, I do advise trying to use treats as a way of motivation. But now that all of them are pretty pumped up for kickoff, so that those creative juices are flowing pretty freely as I don't have to do anything to encourage them to work anymore. But I'll, I'm going to break down our architecture this year for the code. So this year uh, we are following very similar command style, which most teams do. And this year, since we're making Swerve, we have a separate modules folder to create the Swerve module, basically. And then we have our subsibs. <clears throat> subsystems folder our commands folder we have our utility folder right now and our mentor had a great idea and he added some files there for to make joystick mapping and joystick stick joystick stick mapping in a way that we don't have to keep creating it every time in our robot container so we just call them as constants in our constant file and they create the joystick and the buttons for us already so we don't have to readily do it and it hides a lot of the ugly stuff behind those files so that's very helpful we also have our utility file which handles all the mathematics that we have for our robot which is new this year that we're also adding we're also handling our github pretty differently this year as i also encourage other teams to as our mentor is pretty experienced and he brought this us for this year also to do a feature st style of a github where each feature a person works on is branched off from the master and each branch is named after the feature they're working on so right now we have a feature called swerve and that's a branch right now of the master file in the future we might we're going to have feature files for vision for shooter for storage climb intake and so on depending on what we're doing and then from there we enter into code review where our mentor or me looks over it and uh, basically they make a pull request, we review it, we make some changes, edits, make sure the style and clarity make sense and make sure that the code in itself, the logic makes sense and then we commit it to the master. And then from there we create uh, another branch called live and that's basically live is code that has been tested and can work anytime we want. So basically, every time we test the code, if it works, the we will add that code into the live branch. And basically, we will know that code in the live branch will work 100% of the time with our robot. Which will, this will basically allow us to, for anyone on the team, if you're manufacturing or programming, to basically pull the rope pull the code from the git repo from anywhere during competition or if we're not if i'm not there or if any of the programming members are not there they can just pull the code from the live and they can run the robot without us being there so that's another feature we have it's a bit of discipline we are putting in this year as we want to make sure our code works we're not scrambling when we get to competition so that's one of the features we have this year um now for this week our programmers or 
have been working on Swerve uh, very hard, as you know, Swerve is pretty difficult to create. And if you don't know Swerve, I'm gonna I'll break it down in like in simple terms. It's basically when you suppose you have a square base, and each corner of the square base has a wheel that's omnidirectional. It controls its own speed and direction, meaning it moves independently of the entire robot. Um, and all four corners like that move independently in those same way. And how we you just use a bit of you use it's a very hard math problem in a way. You use linear algebra to calculate vectors and rotation of the robot with the gyro. And that basically gives us a way to move down the field with complete three degree uh, motion. I think that's how you say it. And from there, we basically are able to move forward and back, right to left, spinning while moving, doing all cool stuff with the robot's drive base. And it also get, uh, enables us to be more mobile on the field and to be less defended or like really hard to defend in a way that we're so fast that we can change directions faster than the other robots that is much harder for us for them to defend so right now uh i'm like looking at our code uh the swerve we have our swerve module set up and we have our swerve drive i mean sorry swerve set up uh each swerve module is using a falcon and a mini sim motor so that's basically in your code. If you would put it, it would be a Talon FX and a Talon SRX. And from there, we have programmed it, giving it the basic getters and setters and tracking for the encoder values in the Swerve module. And then Swerve, we basically went on Chief Delphi. It's, we don't know linear algebra as high schoolers. So there was a very kind person on Chief Delphi who had gone through the math and done it. So we basically had to take that math and put it into code. And then from there, it will be able to feed that information into the wheels there's more testing required as there's some tuning required for each wheel and not only that we have to do pid loops to make sure that the gains are proper and gains are basically pid base uh, okay let me explain pid first pid basically means proportional integral derivative control it basically manages how fast the robot reaches a targeted speed you're going to and how like it moves to it like dampens it or does it like oscillate around it and that that's what a pid gain technique technically does it takes a feedback of the encoder and looks ahead and makes sure the error is gradually reduced and that is basically how we are making a swerve which is very exciting i'm really pumped up to see how it goes and yes um that is all the programming has been up to in the future, we have it planned to be that we are going to be breaking out into subsystems soon. Next week, most likely, as prototyping will be done this week and manufacturing will know what to CAD. And they will be on their way and we will be on our way. One of the great things FRC has provided us this year is with a simulator. It provided us with that last year too, but I did never used it. So I'm going to use it to its fullest ability this year as we don't have to wait to test our parts before manufacturing finishes it. So that's a great thing that we're doing this year also. And yeah, that's like our first week update uh, and our first episode of Mind Numbing Boredom. Uh, this is very short, I know. Um, Mahar and Kenny are very much Maharasik um, because COVID. Uh, and Kenny, he's a musician and orchestra player. So he got to practice a lot. And he's part of like an all-state band. Band? He's gonna kill me, I said band orchestra so that's why they're not here i'm doing this as an episode so we can get warmed up for our full-on three comeback 
person episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this week and I will see you guys later.